आई वी एम वेलकम टू एब्सोल्युटली राइट आई एम योर होस्ट अदिति सुराना आर गेस्ट टुडे इज राधा कृष्णन चक्कियात राधा इज अ रिनाउंड कमर्शियल फोटोग्राफर विथ मोर देन थर्टी इयर्स ऑफ एक्सपीरियंस and a founder of an online photography learning platform called Pixel Village stories inspire stories transform i was moved to hear a story of an enthusiastic boy from a small village in kerala who became a successful professional with his sheer dedication and hard work he has worked with some of the most eminent people in the industry here are some takeaways from today's episode if you are a creative professional then you will learn a lot from radha's resilience in case you are considering reinventing yourself he shares his inspiring story of how he pioneered to become a photography youtuber and if you are a student of life like me then you will learn how a mere intent of continuously growing can keep a person moving forward and taking actions with utmost humility thank you so much for being here you all make this show possible I feel I'm so lucky to speak with people like Radha who so committed to learn improve and make a difference. Let's take a short break and jump right into the conversation. Hey everybody, welcome to another awesome week on the IVM Podcast Network. If you're not following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Paytm Money and Intel. We appreciate their support. It's been a really fun week guys. We've had some great episodes on your old favorites. Cyrus says advertising is dead, edges and sledges. Football football had a really fun episode as well. Definitely do check it out. I'm sure you're going to enjoy yourselves. And with that, let's continue with the show. Hi everyone. So finally Radha is in uh, the studios with me and we're going to jump in and speak about his career, what exactly he did and why is he so passionate about photography? Not only clicking pictures but teaching people and you know i feel many a times experts that i speak with they're really really amazing with what they do but when it comes to taking the newcomers along and learning from them is not the easiest thing for most experts so radha you have picked up this uh, very very difficult and challenging path in in a way why uh, first of all why photography over all other really really safe careers and second why teaching photography Ah okay. Um so why photography? I honestly don't really know why photography, but uh if I can relate or I can tell you a possible reason why photography is uh, uh is because I am from a small village in the central part of Kerala. Okay. Which is a very art oriented uh, uh place. Uh um, it was the uh base of the Cochin royal family and uh okay. because of the royal family's patronage a lot of art and sports and stuff uh, got a lot of encouragement and okay. uh m- my grandfather was uh, an artist my grandfather's uh, elder brother was an artist so my grandfather was a classical dancer in the sense he was he used to dance uh uh, uh something called autumn tullal autumn tullal is like a classical art form yes. uh, in kerala which is Only. probably as not as popular as kathakali but it is uh, 
it is a po- very popular art and um, um, it is very local, very, very Kerala. I mean, you will not find it anywhere else in the world. Really? Uh, my, his elder brother was a painter. Um, he used to paint portraits and landscapes and he used to do murals. He's done murals in the, in the temples in, 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 the, in, in our village. Uh, these frescoes, the huge, uh, in a place called Tripunitura, which is like about six kilometers east of uh, Ernakulam. Okay. Yeah. So that's where I'm from. And that's, the the royal family used to uh, live around a temple there. And my grandfather's elder brother did the fresco, you know, the sailing. He's painted uh, the Shavutaram and all that. Uh, it's, It's all gone. Um, now you will find enamel paint and not not those classical, uh, you know, paint sure, uh, yeah. painting. He even lost his eyesight because he used to lie on his back uh, on platforms and, and paint it. You know, so wow. uh, he was that. Her his sister was a mus- musician and she used to be the principal of uh, a fine art uh, uh, college. So maybe all that had an indirect <laughs> effect uh, uh, on on you as an individual. I wanted to learn painting. Okay. I even managed to catch hold of a, a teacher mm-hmm. and brought him home. Uh, you know, introduced him. Said I'd like to learn paintings. I remember that. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we were probably uh, financially not in a position to uh, uh, to afford a teacher. Uh, you know, well, it's, it's way back in the in the mid seventies, oh, um, and it was not it was not very easy. Uh, so I very clearly remember that my mother did not even open the door, and the teacher was standing outside <laughs> the window, and I am inside, and I am begging my mother to open the door, and you know, so he said, so mother did not even come into the room, and she said, no, no, no. I mean, I was not living with my father, so uh, it was difficult for uh, us and my uncles used to support us. So, you know, for her to uh, make that possible, uh, all that is, I mean, my grandfather, who's the the, the folk artist, I mean, the classical dance artist, Mm -hmm. um, he used to drive a car. Uh, He used to be a driver in a car and... uh, so that was the only, you know, so with all that, we could not really afford a formal uh, art education. But my mother, whenever she comes back from a, a movie, uh, she will not only watch the movie, she will make sure that she narrates it to everyone. Oh. So uh, the <laughs> neighbors. Oh, she, she narrates it so well that I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, uh, neighbors and cousin sisters are all crying you know she, she oh will impart God. that entire emotion that oh she went through to 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 to, to, to the right. audience and so when did uh, camera happen uh, so maybe maybe it is then then i started visualizing i'm just assuming that may be a reason that mm-hmm. she would narrate and i'll start visualizing those scenes because i can't go to the movies where I think that's where it all started. Then I started asking her, who's the cinematographer? Not I, I never inquire who's, who's a director. I will ask her, who's the cinematographer? Uh, I don't know why, but that's how it used to be. And even now, she makes it a point whenever she watches a movie to particularly note down the cinematographer's name and come and tell me that he so-and-so is the cinematographer. Okay. And uh, yeah, so luck by chance, I happened to... Uh, so when I finished my 10th, um, my grandmother, I mean, we used to live with my grandfather and grandmother, grandfather passed away and grandmother said, now, 
you need to go look for a job. So I was sent to Hyderabad uh, to be okay. with my eldest uncle uh, looking for a job. I got some odd jobs as a typist. So my first job was a typist. I used to type very well. I can type very fast. You know, you know. Even now? Ah, very well. I can type really fast. And do you write I, very I, fast or do you write? So write writing has reduced. So, uh, well, off late I've been writing. Uh, otherwise, uh, writing to a great extent is kind of diminished. But I type. I can, I can go. Uh, so I started learning typewriting when I was in eighth standard because my, all of my uncles went. See, so, so there, is a, there is a thing about uh, Malayalis in uh, Mumbai. Uh, okay. I don't know if you are aware, uh, most of the South Indians and Malayalis in particular uh, used to be a very good secretaries to big, 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 uh, you know, officers. And okay. in those days, there was no dictation stuff. All used to be shorthand. There was a form called shorthand. I remember so some my, people learning it. So people... Well, I my, my, both, yeah, all my uncles were uh, uncles, you know, they all came to Mumbai with uh, 10th. Uh, typewriting and shorthand and they all started doing very well they were in uh, multinational companies very okay. close to the boss men uh, so my, to my 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 grandparents that was the way to go with that i came to uh, hyderabad and uh, i started working as a typist okay. uh, in an automobile retailing store uh, okay. i think it was 300 rupees a month uh, so that's why that's how I started, and uh, but 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 somehow my uncle thought that that's not what I should be doing. So I went and learned. Uh, uh, yeah, I went and learned uh, television. Uh, you know, repairing. You know, there, there used to be a company called Datamatics. They are, they are there even now. Yeah. And once I finished, uh, uh, you know, that that class, my uncle asked me to go back to Kerala and pursue you know studies further. Because he thought that I would be wasting my my time, he thought I could do things in a better way. Oh. So on the way back, my father used to. My father was a, a customs officer. He was a, he was a very high ranking customs officer. He was okay. a preventive officer. Okay. Uh, so on the way back to Kerala, he gave me a compact camera. That was your first camera ever. Yeah, that's my first camera. The first camera ever, a Canon Hot Shot. You know, like a pick up aim and shoot camera so I came back and uh, I started going to college again in 84 I did pretty well for the first two years but the photography bug bit me and uh, I started uh, doing photography Uh, I would I would go so so Fort Cochin and Matanjeri was the tourist hotspots in uh, in in near near Ernakulam Okay. So I would go there and my biggest uh, pastime was to interact with the tourists. Okay. Uh, you know, take pictures with them, uh, look at their cameras and Google and, you know, things <laughs> like that. Take pictures, take pictures of, la- you know, landscape. And my friends started giving me roles, asking me to shoot pictures of their family weddings. Family members, right family members and I started doing that and uh, people started liking it and uh, people started offering me small money and there I started uh, you know thinking that this probably is a possible profession one 
I also used to, so it was 1984, Los Angeles Olympics, and that was the time microwave started happening. You know, microwave uh, uh, television relay, uh, the oh, okay. DD metro stations came up right. everywhere. Right. And uh, everyone uh, started buying uh, uh, buying uh, televisions and installing. So you have to install an antenna and a booster. I remember uh, that. So I, st- that. I used to do that. Yeah, so oh, yeah, I used to install it. So you, now you yeah. knew how so, to So I am the go-to yeah. guy in our village. Uh, so I used to occupy, I used to make about a decent bit of money. I used to make about two, three thousand bucks every month installing antennas. And I would okay. get a small commission from the antenna manufacturer, you know. So, uh, so photography and this installation. And uh, some people even will take me to the TV showroom to buy, you know, help them oh, buy okay. a TV. Now, looking back, I am probably doing something very similar in YouTube, you know. I am helping people. So there are some some divine connections somewhere and some reason why you're doing what you're doing. So So when we speak about... Sorry, sorry. uh, Yeah, yeah, no, 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 please go ahead. About your career as a photographer and coming to... So last week we did this episode on creativity and I spoke with people about how to step into creativity. Now, what you're talking about, your lifespan there, and also for those who are starting new in any creative field, uh, what is your insight into it? Like what one should do to claim that space or, you know, because otherwise you're not encouraged to be creative. And listen, until you don't have some family member who is in creative field already, you're not necessarily encouraged to do that. So how Mm. can one, uh, what questions one should ask? What should one do? So the term creative, according to me, is a little uh, misleading uh, in the sense people think that unless you're a singer, uh, if you're not art inclined, you're not creative. You know, so you tend to call everyone who's art inclined as creative. Uh, A bank officer or a teacher or a lift operator or a taxi driver is not creative, but I think even they can be creative. I'm smiling Uh, because that was the first point I began that episode on. I said, this is not true. And artistic and being artistic is not being creative necessarily. And anybody and everybody can be creative. Perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even at, even asking your uh, son to learn and coaxing him to somehow you know, pick up that book and make them write that, uh, you know, exercise that evening also can be a creative, you know, your persuasion can be creative. Uh, You can, you can scold them, uh, you can uh, cox them, you can convince them, you can motivate them, various different ways to, yeah, or or you can bribe him, you know, (laughs) to, 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 to do that. So, uh, so you can be creative, but yes, people think that someone who's got a camera or someone who can sing or I, I still feel singing and painting is uh, the, really creative. I think, I know you need to have some past, past, uh, you know, previous life connection to be a good singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or for a painter to be a painter and a singer. Uh, I think anyone can learn to be a good photographer these days. I don't think uh, it's very difficult. Uh, but somehow people feel that anyone who's got a camera has got, you know, two horns and he's like one, <laughs> you know, special species and stuff. Not any longer, but that's how it used to be. Mm. My father uh, was an art director and I grew uh, up around that culture when he used to process his own films. And I saw yeah. how fascinated others used to be 
knowing that yeah. he knows how to handle camera and he can yeah. do all of this i have seen other people be really really impressed so now i took a wow. totally relate to what you're saying <laughs> uh so i i i feel that once creativity is in a form of a want wanting to do something and if that uh want becomes uh you know you 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 brim with that that thing of want yeah. i think you will find your first connection um so i i i have to learn something exactly. is what you're saying absolutely yeah okay. and and if it is if it is strong enough okay that goes with anything anything i mean i i go to an extent and say if you want to be a uh, a supari wala you know supari wala and the sense the one kill for money <laughs> oh that's yeah. supari wala i thought you were referring yeah. to yeah. the the pan no, no 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 not that you know i so because you know that's that's a job right i mean that's a profession people get into i'm reminded of kill bill totally ah so if you really want to do that if you really want to be you know the the supari the, the, the supari killer and if you if you if you harbor that thought long enough in your uh, in your in your mind uh, next time you come out of your you know the late show from theater and you go to that uh, telawala for that uh, you know omelet and pav he will tell you kya mila hu kya oh kone dekha malum hai kone kone wo wo hamara wo company ka aadmi hai mila ke de dun kya so that's how you get your first connection and that's exactly how i got my connection i have seriously that's exactly how i got my connection so one thing led to another and uh, you know i uh, i have i mean i've fortunately i had amazing friends uh, people's house i was not socially or economically were not even i can't even think of going to their houses uh, mm. but they welcomed uh, uh, you uh, allowed you to sit sit with them be a part of that community they very 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 happily shared their understanding knowledge uh everything and uh, which, which that gave you the courage um uh, yes. to do so i wanted to uh, come to mumbai because mumbai was the only place uh, it was bombay then yeah, not yeah. mumbai <laughs> still so <Yeah. laughs> uh, um i came to bombay because a, a well wisher my neighbor uh, my friend's father Uh, who was a doctor very affluent man uh, dr tampuran uh, he he uh, took me from kerala um, as a as a uh, as a photographer for his nephew's wedding in okay. in bombay yeah so rather when we speak about your journey as a photographer uh, and 30 years of career and in the introduction i mentioned that as a commercial photographer and that journey that began with you know trying every single thing possible and looking yeah. for every small connection possible so sure. what were the moments where you uh, questioned and you doubted whether you should do this profession or not because i'm sure the the going wasn't the smoothest thing that time not at all um uh, i i fortunately had uh, uh i've you know a very good uh, association uh, with uh, chinmaya mission and i used to attend a lot of uh, uh, you know spiritual discourses especially mm-hmm. gita discourses 
Mm-hmm. And uh, throughout, uh, probably it, it that had actually conditioned my head that, look, if you want to do something, you need to wear a blinkers and go out and do it. Whether uh, you're going to get a result today, tomorrow or the day after, it's going to come to you. Mm-hmm. So I had that conviction. So though I had lots of, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's the right word, mm, temptations to switch uh, profession or do something else or try. I, I even got a job in the Middle East where most <laughs> most Malayalis work. Of course. Uh, you know, uh, 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 the proverb, proverbial gelf, we say yes. gelf. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. uh, so, so, you, didn't, okay. you didn't go to Gelf and you decided to No, I didn't go here. to Gelf. I didn't go to Gelf. I had an option. Uh, I had an offer too. So I... I I said, no, I mean, uh, if I have to do what I want, I, I, w- I was very clear that commercial photography is what I wanted to do. So I, that's why I dropped out. I mean, in fact, I dropped out of on the final year, final year of my chemistry. Um, okay. Fortunately, my parents, uh, my mother, uh, my father had a difference of opinion because it, he was not in the family. It was not really a problem. Uh, my mother reluctantly agreed and i i just took a uh, you know i came for that wedding uh, you know okay. which my ne- uh, dr thampran took me to and i stayed on i stayed on i had uh, lots of friends in in our village who allowed uh, me to photograph them and i had made a small portfolio which using which i went around and uh, uh, rafiq uh, elias rafiq sayed lots of great people Wow. It's all divine connection, all divine connection. I can spend another 40 minutes uh, to uh, and, and, and to explain to you how I got into Rafik Studios and how I got into Rafik That's Elias. amazing. So all the people that you thought were your role models, here you were yeah. showing them your work. And, and, and to tell you those connections through which I reached these places, I have not met any, most of them again. Just met those people for that two, three occasions. That's it. They just came in like a divine, uh, you know, God sent people, made those connections and disappeared. So literally you know. they, they showed you the way. Oh my God, that's yeah, so amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. No, I also feel like when you are committed to what you want to do, so many th- yeah. times like these yeah. alignments happen, right? Like yeah. I have had so many moments and, and graceful people helping yeah. throughout my, my career and the journey. So. Absolutely. So let's get to the part of the conversation sure. that you are curious about and I am excited about is your handwriting. Sure. So Radha, okay. I'm going to ask you that question that most of our guests uh, wish that I would ask, but also feel slightly uncomfortable. Sure. <laughs> what are your questions uh, for me based on your handwriting? What can I ask? Uh, since I am... Uh, um, committed to what I am doing now I uh, though I am in I, I, within me highly impatient at, because I think we have everything that is needed to go uh, to, to start what we actually wanted to start and there is a delay uh, some are mm, some are I mean various reasons reasons be, things which are beyond actually my control so I'm not exactly anxious I think we are heading in the right direction. Probably I am still not on, you know, I've, I'm still on first gear or second gear and I have not shifted gears, uh, you know, to the top gears. 
But I wanted to know how. Uh, um, uh, do I have the uh, you know can can uh, can can my handwriting tell me whether I I am focused enough or okay. uh, am I creative enough uh, mm -hmm. uh, to do what I'm doing? You already know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> so creative <laughs> enough? Oh my god! Like after after everything that we have known about you, are you creative enough? I don't think handwriting should even try to talk about that. But going back to your previous question, are you disciplined enough? Are you committed enough? Are you focused enough? Now, I'm going to break this question and speak about different sure. aspects of it. Sure. Now, as we have slight insight into your story, I would say it may sound uncanny how it played out. But even as a child, even as a youngster, even as a teenager, you always looked at your life as a very, very long-term plan. You never looked at it as a short-term, immediate, uh, gratified idea. You said, okay, if I want to achieve something, the, the, the plans that you had were really, really humongous. You had no clue how you're going to achieve it. You never knew whether you are capable or incapable to do that. But when you thought about your future, you thought about it in a long-term manner. Now, most of the time, uh, I meet people and in, in younger generation, it happens a lot. The idea, everything that they desired from childhood has happened immediately because parents were more able, uh, they were really, really interested or they kept giving things that the kid wanted. So the idea of instant manifestation or gratification became our way of you know, looking at the world. In your case, you always looked at it as a long term. So you might have told yourself things like one day when yep. things are proper. You know, I Absolutely. will. So you really, really held on to ideas for a very, very long time. Yeah. That I feel is, uh, are you focused? I can't say you're fully focused because you keep jumping from one thing to another because of your enthusiasm and you really get excited about multiple things. So not fully focused in the moment, mm. but you're very, very clear about where you want to go. And it's a long-term idea. So even if things do not fall in place immediately, you are on the path. You keep finding ways to achieve that path. You keep finding ways to move forward and get where you thought you wanted to get. Whether people agree with you or not, most of the time you are on that commitment to move forward, which I feel is one of the main success secrets. If I have to like decode your personality and find out what was that one thing, that ability to imagine and the ability to be so clear about where you want to go. Now, coming back to impatience, uh, people with long-term ideas are also highly impatient because what they can see, most of the time people around them cannot see it. So they're like, mm. isn't it obvious? You take these three steps and then we yeah, will move yeah, on with the plan. Yeah, For yeah. other people, that is not obvious. So what mm. you require to do most of the time and if... Uh, you're listening to this conversation and you are that long-term thinker, this is applicable to you too. Make sure that you break your ideas into smaller parts for others to understand it. So what you have to really, really practice is explaining them why they must like look at the overall idea. And in spite of that, they won't understand it. They won't yep. be on the same page. <laughs> yeah. It's an everyday, everyday situation. <laughs> and, yeah. and it will be everyday situation because... I feel this is what makes leaders different than the followers. So what you can see from a bird eye view, if you try to explain it to the, the monkey who is sitting on the, uh, on the tree, 
or any other animal who is on the on the ground they might not be able to look at it because what you can see is not available we get frustrated thinking that other people are not understanding the very moment you understand that they cannot understand because the other person is not seeing what i can see then definitely your perspective and your frustration would be much lesser which is right now it starts with impatience and it gets to frustration really you feel as if you're banging your head against the wall which yeah. is not true but it feels like that in the moment so yeah over to you sure um and and yeah so what else can you uh, to say uh, looking at uh, uh, my you know uh, looking at the looking at the uh, letters or things that i need to take care or uh, things uh, which are very obvious there uh, what is that uh, you can tell me so i'm going to speak about uh, two three areas which are very very significant to your personality first thing that comes to my mind is you do not fear making mistakes which is very interesting because most of the time creative people suffer perfectionism it's not that you don't care for getting it right but at the same time you're not uh, limited by that perfect idea i think as a as a professional you're a very hands on person you say okay yep. you get into a situation you say what all can i do here what all can i create from whatever is available and i think that is also applicable to you as a father as a as a friend mm-hmm. you would always be in that quest of okay we can't go to the right for whatever reason can we go to the left can we move forward can we go backward <laughs> this is exactly why my wife is upset with me because one day i will be talking about uh, doing something in the hills and the next day i'll talk about something doing something on the beach i said look how can you talk about two diabolically opposite kind of things uh, you because know because it doesn't matter yeah. to you where exactly yeah. it occurs but yeah. you you yeah. know the connection and you know exactly what you want to experience with it and yeah. experiencing that matters to you so professionally i do not know where all you have taken risks but i can look at your writing and totally talk about and, and you know describe that you have been a risk taker without having resources to support what you are talking about you said yeah, something you sold people ideas and they got excited about it and somehow things happened not only yeah. with those divine connections but even in general when you knew that i have no clue how i'm going to yeah. deliver it but you Absolutely. believe that if i set my mind to it and if i'm very very clear i would figure my way out and which i feel is very I'm, crucial for people to keep in mind at this point in time thank you thank you i mean that gives me great courage i mean that that's something which i believe and i've believed uh, uh you know very very strongly uh that uh, i i keep on telling people that look i i am okay i am uh, i know that i am not the cheapest photographer but i also know that i am not the most expensive photographer right. and i'll give you what you want and one thing i can tell you that don't pay me if you don't like my images i even go to an extent and tell them that one second i said look i can wait for my mercedes benz i'm okay i my burn mercedes will come and i am okay to wait and i also keep telling people that uh, if i want to go from a point a to point b uh, or or a group of people set out to go from point a to point b 
some will take a flight some will take a car some will decide to walk sometimes somebody will get a longer route um sometimes you get misguided by google uh, but you know <laughs> but but the fact is that if you stay on that path you will reach there one day of the uh, one day or the other the speed may be different so i i i i don't usually compare your, myself with other people though i get a little uh, uh kind of sad when like you said people don't uh, uh don't really understand the concept when you explain something to people and then i start having doubts on myself is it uh did i just say said some did i just say something or it actually made sense am i mm-hmm. wrong you know then i realized that nobody was either completely right or completely wrong at any time just just went ahead and did something many thing uh, succeed many thing happened just sometimes you are ahead of times uh, ahead of a time uh, in terms of idea uh, in fact all this this live webinars i've been talking to manufacturers for the last 3 years i was you know? i would just wanted to speak about pixel village at this point in time that you began uh teaching people photography online and today within two or three years you have become like the most uh prominent face in india because i was speaking to other photographers they're like yeah of course i know radha because he's been doing this work and the brands are acknowledging it and you're representing yeah. some camera brands and some uh microphone yeah. brands yeah. for as, yeah. as an indian no in fact i don't represent there are, there are lots of uh, offers for me to represent a certain brand uh, but i think if you want to be in the field of education you should not get you can you can have sponsors supporting you corporate support is fine but i can't be seen as a brand man if i become a brand man then um, two two things will happen second because people are so brand loyal Uh, mm-hmm. either i will alienate people or people will alienate uh, uh, pixel village so i we don't really have any brand association we are very brand agnostic when we when it comes to you know handling brands mm-hmm. uh, but all brands support us uh, some brands have not yet seen uh, uh, the possibility uh, and how effective it is to reach a product to people and plus we also don't sell products mm. we don't though the term used in the internet world is that that you are an influencer i don't try to influence people um, i i make a neutral statement i try mm. to uh, i don't try to say this camera or this phone is a good phone or a bad phone mm. uh, because i don't have any right to judge someone i mean nikon and canon are nikon and canon are 100 year old companies Right. how can i possibly say that you know there that that feature is bad or you know i'm not even 100 year i mean i keep saying this i know i'm not even 100 days old in photography um, so so i am because i'm so i'm we we are so clear we don't compare products we don't do these things called shootouts in our brand mm-hmm. so we we try to give a neutral point of view we say these are very interesting features this is how it functions and these are the things probably i would like to see some improvement in that's it and yeah. we leave it to the audience to make that decision hence we don't uh, we don't we not brand brand people 
uh, we get support from brand for sure. Otherwise, how can I? I've not shot a commercial campaign in the last three and a half years, which means uh, I've not got paid for doing photography in the last three years. Now, everyone is consuming the content that we are putting out, including the, you know, evening two hour talk that we are doing. Right. How can we possibly do that? I mean, you can sit on that side and uh, very, very, very comfortably either criticize or uh, enjoy it or do whatever you feel like. You're open to do that. I have no problem. I'm gotten used to it. Uh, but without support, how will I do it? Right. You know, of course. I, of I mean, course. I, I, and, and also, you know, it's, it's a very hard path to become a content creator. People do not realize it, but it yeah, requires yeah, attention yeah. And, and commitment to do yeah. that on a daily basis. That too. Yeah, the king of Gwalior is not my godfather, so I cannot <laughs> uh, continue. <laughs> you know, so I'm, 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 and it's very simple that somebody needs to support. What as a influ- if right. the influencer, my job is to be as neutral as possible and not misguide people, which I'm very, very particular. Sorry, we got digressed a bit from the No, no, Radha, I think I, I think there's one point that I really wanted to talk about and you just underlined it with your sentences. One of the things that I find a prominent trait in your writing is immense amount of learnability. Now, one of the traits in handwriting, we speak about it. If your letter T, a uh, small letter T that we write, if it is shorter in height than the letter H, that means oh. you are way more open to learn from things. You do not take things for granted. You do not, you know, throw things which feel uncomfortable or unfamiliar. You look at it yeah. and you keep asking yourself, what can I learn here? What can I shift here? What are the important aspects of it? And that matters to you. So to find things that you can learn from, to find things that you can constantly evolve yourself into in your favorite Absolutely. I, 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 I really, really enjoy everything, you know, in any situation like that, I really, really enjoy that. And uh, that is very, very important because most of the time people learn something and then they do it for some time and they start believing that they have arrived or they got wherever they wanted to. And after that, people stop learning. So keeping your learning curve on is so crucial, is so important, and it might not be the exact profession. Like To become a content creator, you had different learning curves. To reach out to these people, you had different learning curves, but you stayed on the process, which I feel is, is a love for questioning and lo- love for learning new things. That I was referring to. I, I have to add something to it. In Pixel Village uh, uh, website, I don't teach anything uh, because I, I feel that I'm not... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I know enough to teach somebody uh, on YouTube. It's very different. You are explaining a feature or a, a particular, you know, a small thing like white balance or uh, color temperature or how to do this or how to do that or how the camera behaves or a menu or things like that or a tip or a trick. But when it comes to actual teaching, you need to you need to be a teacher. You need to know much more. So that's precisely why I said, okay, I am okay being uh, an evangelist. I can go around, you know, drum about uh, you know Pixel Village. But I really want good teachers to teach photography. So I lined up a series very of humble you know, on your part. no, very no, very humble. seriously. I don't think I know enough to teach people. I can. 
very convincingly answer or guide people. That's that's teaching is a little different. Like yesterday we had P. V. Subramaniam. He was he's an amazing teacher, and I it was very evident from the conversation. There was Prasanna Venkateshan. There was uh, uh, there was uh, so many people who are very good teachers, and they are so focused I'm in teaching it. now. Yeah, I need to be also worried about running the business. I need to, you know, be talking to people and what next. I need to worry about uh, how the Insta campaign is going to go this evening and things right. like that. You know, oh. so so I I have kind of very very consciously kept myself away from that thing of teaching. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, one there is, thing that... there is a, going a little more spiritual. There is this uh, I. I I I I I used to read a lot about uh, Ramana Maharshi and mm-hmm. there was one time he said uh, uh you know I have nothing to teach uh, you know uh, because I I I don't know enough to teach people so yeah. in a, in a humble way uh, uh, that's I very strongly believe that I I don't they have anything to teach uh, what I believed was that whatever little I know uh, I know it because a lot of people a um, uh, lot of lot of people shared their understanding photography understanding with me they allowed me to use their camera allowed me to uh, use their space to shoot lights mm-hmm. to use and they also helped me they helped me on phone i mean there are so many cinematographers uh, who have helped me on phone you know to so- solving problems so that gives me no right to hold on to that information and not share with people But I so visited Ramana Maharshi's yeah. ashram, and I remember this oh, story and reading about it. Where when he said, "I don't have anything to teach," people just couldn't stop themselves from like visiting him and learning from yeah. him, and they just wanted to be around him. I think exactly yeah. that is happening with you at this point in time. You said, "I have nothing to teach," and people really want to learn anything that you can give them and teach them and and enlighten they, they, them. They, 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 they only 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 differences that in in Ramana Maharshi's presence. in his silence the uh, the, uh, the the disciples used to get the answers here <laughs> they're not going to solve the problem pixel village if they don't listen to our mentors uh, so uh, coming back to a handwriting sure. there's one aspect of your writing which kind of uh, something i look at as a as a slightly concern area which i would like you to think about and you know pay sure. attention to So in spite of having that amount of clarity when you get to execution you think like a scientist you are very very logical in your approach in the way you think and the way you decode the process but in that journey you also become uh, slightly aggressive where you do not realize that you are being aggressive or you want to get to a point with so much of energy that other people around you kind of do not realize how to deal with the situation you become like a fl- sometimes your presence becomes like a flood gate that opens up and people do get washed away or washed out because they do not you know they don't have their strong um, grounding so a stronger person working with you dealing with you it's easier for you to deal with it because they disagree clearly they set their you know their standards yeah. or they, they put their yeah. foot down but if the person yeah. is not that capable it's mm. it's difficult and you being very logical mm. you can mm. uh, i wouldn't say dominate but overpower the conversation unknowing yeah. you won't yeah. be aware of it that you know in I your mind you don't notice that yeah i have noticed yeah. that it's a, it's it's true and i even used to ask them why are you not replying i mean uh, am i scaring you 
अरे यार वो नहीं है तो नहीं बोलो ना I can yeah. be completely wrong, so I have yes, I have experienced that. Uh, uh, very true. Thank you for uh, you know saying. So I, I, yes, I, I am. I know that you're wrong. I, I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. I may be logical. I also, to an extreme, I also try to play very safe. I am also. I also try to be very safe in the sense. i don't gamble i don't uh, speculate um, in the sense i am um, i'm okay i mean i'm okay if i, I if if it's a little slow that's fine but i'm i'm not ready to speculate on things speculate on ideas are different but speculate with uh, overstretching yourself i i usually uh, avoid i wouldn't i wouldn't say that i think risk taking or experimenting runs in every walk of life but your love is to to create systems probably which kind of drives this so if you do something once you want to improve it by doing it the second time but then seeing the gaps and then yeah. creating a full proof method maybe to create yeah. the same result again and again so when people don't understand why do you have these preferences which come from immense amount of investigation research by interviewing other people so your reasoning is very very strong of every single step that you take which mm-hmm. the other person who's unaware of wouldn't understand and then they if they don't follow it that becomes the the aggressive energy or because when you speak yeah. about why one must do it you bring all that knowledge and all that research into it which the new person is not aware of and they you know probably just keep it so my my favorite example to make this point so imagine somebody who goes on a hunt to find mm. a specific plate which was an ancient thing which was you know discovered by someone and this person really goes and spends a, a lot of time and energy to get that plate and then when he hands over it to his child who's unaware of how important the plate is the child just puts it anyhow and the father freaks out not because of the plate but all the journey and effort that father has gone through because the plate is important but same thing happens with your ideas at times that people don't understand how important these ideas are yeah. and you can't yeah. convey it in the moment yeah. so there's yeah. a fiction there yeah it is this i it has happened uh, about four times uh, so far in my professional life mm-hmm. uh, once early in the 90s uh, when uh, m- music videos were getting popular mm-hmm. uh, i wanted to get into music videos and i had the understanding to shoot and edit and you know do all that uh, didn't take it seriously enough um i i i stayed i mean i left behind uh, in 94 i had this opportunity to work uh, to get into cinematography full time that was the only regret that i have, if at all if i have mm. uh, i miss cinematography i i think i would have become a bit, i'm a reasonably good cinematographer that's the only regret that i have but i but we can still make a movie again anyway and so i'm not entirely dissatisfied but yes uh then then uh in 2006 i decide i mean i put together the first hd editing studio in mumbai uh okay. you know in a in a small scale you know it used to be on tapes and high digital beta and all that but all on computer i even mm. made the place with the help of uh, an investor 
but i needed more money it did not happen and it's it's it 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 fizzled out but i wanted to do it in one way or no other way um then i got into film i mean i also did filmmaking so i i i made many many films i mean sachin tendulkar and uh, uh, you know of celebrity filled movies mm. when celebrities were becoming a pop you know big in uh, advertisement yeah. but i couldn't continue because uh, because of because somebody who was with me thought i mean he took all the material and he he claimed that it is his Um, so I didn't confront him. I let it go. So I, I stopped making films. So I, I never made films after that. I said, okay, that's it. If that's the way. So then I completely got into still photography. I mean, I was always a still photographer. But then I then I got in touch with. I mean, I I, I came in touch with Nikon. Nikon made me an ambassador. Well, that probably was a turning point, and and mm. Nikon. Mm, uh, started sending me to various places to 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 uh to, to kind of talk about yeah talk about photography and all that and so then you start interacting with uh, uh photographers mm. and uh they tell you that you know how difficult it is to uh get the right information right learning understanding and all that and so then it, it that planted the seed in my head you know about mm. photography education and i also knew that you can't continue to become continue to stay as a successful commercial photographer forever uh, mm. because everyone has a certain you know life uh, so i thought it was also a very very sensible professional choice uh, mm. not only a moral choice uh, or a spiritual mm-hmm. choice <laughs> yeah it also made a very professional you know choice to kind yeah, of cool. make a small tweak and fine tuning and i also started talking about it to people lots of people you know guided me so then i started the youtube channel um i was not supposed to be the uh, the presenter or the host of the show i had even okay. gotten people to do that they decided uh, they were they were they probably must be thinking about it now but uh, you know we had a front man for our youtube channel it was a, he was a friend uh, but did not uh, you know it did not materialize so slowly slowly things got naturally you know woven together yeah woven together and uh, i realized that there are many times i was thinking of ideas which was slightly ahead of times i'm not mm-hmm. saying i am smart but, but but that's that's how it happened so far i've been talking about these uh, importance of uh, online classes reaching masses now i mean when i speak i mean yesterday there was there was students students from nigeria uh mm-hmm. from uh, bangladesh from pakistan from saudi arabia ireland north carolina wow Perth. i mean i i i am i am actually not surprised because this is how the 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 medium works and yeah. i've been telling all the uh, corporate saying that look you improve their education and it's not me you are the one who's going to be benefited because if if someone gets educated right. and if he decides to buy one extra lens i don't get any money 
Right. You're the one who's making the money. So it's actually technically or or morally, it's your responsibility to impart more education. Correct. So that the overall understanding, photography understanding uh, of the community improves and they gain more confidence and they they start uh, asking for a better fees because they can now handle the equipment better. They can take better images. Their craft and the art both improves. And who benefits? You benefit. I remember uh, when we did the anxiety talk on your uh, Pixel Village platform, that time also the response was really good and the questions were really, really interesting. And I remember we talking after that, that, oh, we don't know, we were not prepared for so many questions, but people were really, really, really keen. That that showed how... That your show is one of the largest watched uh, show in in Pixel Village. I mean, if you look at the count now... Um, it's one of the largest uh, watched. Uh, so we kept it in YouTube, and uh, we are also we also earned a couple of dollars from that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know that. I'm so happy. So this yeah. week we are speaking a lot around, and I think I'm going to do that for sure. next one year, maybe because I'm highly committed to this purpose of. People not giving into their anxiety and not giving into depression, making sure that they make their claims back to their life. And I have my them. low day. I have definitely have my low low days. And, and that is my I, question. I, no, that is my question yeah. to you. Uh, yeah. Tell us what you know for for somebody who's starting photography as a career or any uh, you know initial journeys. Uh, it's important that their role models and influencers in this sense talk about that things were broken or things are broken maybe and you are committed to make it work. Uh, it's, you know, it's, as, as an illusion, when we look at somebody who has figured it out, we start believing that this is how life should be all figured out. But it is never like that. Under the, uh, the actual story, you always have the missing pieces and only the person who's going through the journey is aware of it. So if we have yeah. to share one of such stories, what would that be? Uh, so I, I, I keep getting it, it. It comes like a wave at times mm-hmm. and it usually happens. Um, uh, you know, I've heard people who are very intelligent people talking about it as uh, early morning, three o'clock gremlins. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of so you wake up in the morning. Uh, without not because you're anxious you're kind of you know thinking too much and you wake up in the middle of the night and then you can't sleep again mm. and these gremlins start playing in your head um, saying that look what a fool are you I mean what are you mm. doing there are so many other things that you can do uh, which are which will bring you money much more you will be much safer doing that way and why are you doing it this is a uh, bullshit idea and people are there are so many more capable people who are going to be doing this and you are nobody and you know then that morning becomes uh you know really you you start sulking and Mm. you start feeling very low you can you you become very irritable you become you you get angry very fast Mm. uh your temper is you know you're always Mm. You know, you, you can flare up any moment. <laughs> yeah. And it has happened. And uh, if you ask my wife, she will tell you, uh, 
she's there right behind me she is uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are not uh, you are not invisible okay you are in the live <laughs> broadcast <laughs> okay so there she is and she she is actually on the receiving end of the uh, you know on that anxiety but she has been uh, holding on and she said she said what but why are you getting upset and you know she becomes over sensitive about it so but people like you i mean conversation that we had on that day on mm-hmm. anxiety what was little spiritual education that we had in the past um and lots lots of conversation good conversation that i had with people all kind of tell you that uh, have taught me that uh, well the moment i mean there is i mean b- bigger you are bigger is your problem i mean you you, you yeah That's so true. if you think that mukesh ambani is now very happy because he got 13 billion dollar in his kitty not really he is mm. going to be a billion times more anxious about what he is you know going to be doing uh, so so you won't be and you're going to be constantly being judged by people um, the thing is you need to worry about yourself and your intentions so i have started believing in my intention and mm-hmm. not about uh, what i am doing how people are going to perceive me i am i am convinced that what i am doing is what is needed today a need of the hour um if i wanted to make money i i know half a dozen other professions i know personally including installing antennas uh, <laughs> that can get me money uh, you know um so so because of which i am i started looking at though i go through it and i go through it and i what during that day what i do is i go lie down <laughs> i'm sorry and look at it objectively and i distance myself from that problem mm. and it is tough it is difficult all the wrong thoughts will go through your head including the possibility of you falling sick and uh, you know you running out of all resources and uh, you know what do you do yeah. if that happens everything that passed through then i allow it to pass through uh it's a beautiful uh, part you said radha yeah. because most of the time being to witness to these waves is very very difficult and we start engaging with them so i always tell people that when we are in that situation when we are feeling low you have to tell yourself that today is my day where my leg is broken so everything that is happening i am on my bed or i'm in my chair and i'm looking at it i'm not going to participate in the drama because today my leg is broken so the very moment we start acknowledging that my I woke up on a wrong foot maybe and you know i'm going to give myself some time to feel yeah. all this yeah. turmoil yeah. and then probably look at it when i don't feel that affected it's i believe it's a practiced uh, behavior yeah. isn't it it took years uh, to come to a point where you can disengage it, it was not a conscious practice but uh, um but like i said lots of interaction with various people who are much more knowledgeable than me and i i have no reason to mistrust them so i just follow what they said and then i realized that it is working you know mm. it's working a simple thing i i i i am convinced mm. i believe uh, that life is not complicated we mm. actually complicate life uh if you just follow the 10 commandments the world can be heaven i mean this earth will be heaven those 10 mm. commandments 
you know thou shall not steal you know love mm. your neighbor and all that and so that any is other any other rule that our listeners would believe in like coming up with like that small idea that your intent of how you would lead life and then going about it is what you're referring to no life in general i mean you look at the miseries or you look at the grief and the greed or whatever that you see around you mm. it's all made it was I, i i think it was not really supposed to be like that and life oh. actually is way simpler than actually no, it is it to be i totally yeah, agree I, with you so yeah and and all you have to do is to, to just to just to uh, feel uh, just just look at it in a very simple way it is not people try to split hair um look mm-hmm. find meanings that doesn't exist um right. and then they complicate life uh well if if you know i talk about uh, the 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 um the baker in a town um mm-hmm. who was the only baker in a town and the 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 he he used to bake the bread for the entire uh, in the village. not a town a village a village mm-hmm. and uh, suddenly somebody realized that he is the only baker so let's start an start one you know and sell at a cheaper price you know so then suddenly you suddenly saw 10 bakers coming one after the other uh, mm-hmm. trying to uh, you know underprice and outsell the other guy and right. at the end of the day the first guy so he packed up you know very early mm. because he said look i can't run it subsequently everyone started packing up because they started selling bread at cheaper than the raw material price and the world started expecting it uh, mm. you know but when the last man died the village also died because there was nobody baking bread for them anymore you know so that's so the true. kind of world we are in now uh, where yeah. everyone is trying to outsmart the other guy in the process killing themselves mm. you know uh, there is enough yeah, there is it. enough there is enough for everyone there is enough and more for everyone mm. uh, some of these people who amass wealth uh, in the name of wealth building can't even have a chai with sugar in it i mean what are you making all these things for <laughs> you know so if you if you can live a life and mm. and take the world with you so that i very strongly believe believe that loga samasta sukhino bhavantu you can't be uh, you can't be uh, happy alone you you will be happy collectively so that i very so that i've started believing that intent and that's what we do and i think that's what you do in every action and every course and every every video that you make thank you so much radha for one yeah, doing yeah. what you do and second sure. for being our absolutely right today this is so beautiful i'm so happy we could do this no thank you for uh, those insights uh, those those uh, feedback on the letter i didn't know that uh, you know your handwriting could uh, say so much uh, if there is anything that i need to be extra careful about you can tell me that also Uh, I think I've, yeah. I've spoken about that one point. I would say the second area, if at all, that know that you are an introvert. You speak very well, and you have this, you know, large personality when it comes to communication. But as a person, you are an introvert, so you'll always have a spiritual bent of mind, which you know you're aware of. But also, you will recharge your mind and your body by spending time alone. So mm-hmm. when you see yourself being irritable. observe that is it because my battery is not charged did i not spend time by myself in last 24 hours or 48 hours if that happens 
uh, we don't realize that that you know these are the signals but observe that knowing that you are a well spoken introvert is a is a great feedback to know i think that there's one more thing that you can be watchful of because nobody can make out that you are one and other people would never never see you in that light because you speak so well and that is most of uh, you know that is our understanding of introvert and extrovert so i think that would be the next thing to keep in mind sure sure thank you very much uh, adhi for you. this thank, thank you. you lovely thank lovely, you lovely talking much. to you radha same here happy to be on your show thank you very much i don't think radha realized how inspiring his story is when you constantly keep finding ways to enhance your life every success and every failure becomes a part of the whole journey thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of absolutely right i'm keen to know what were your takeaways from this conversation with radha when was the last time you felt committed to hold on to your vision no matter what What action will you be taking today to improve something in your life? Do share your experience and send me your questions on my Instagram handle at Aditi Surana. This week I spoke with the hosts of IVM show Paperback by Open Library Project. The episode is out today, so check it out and learn more about my favorite books on it. If you like this podcast, then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on IVM Network. You can listen to us on IVM Podcast app. or ivmpodcasts.com you can also follow us on social media we are at @ivmpodcasts on twitter and instagram you might listen to this episode later but this week we lost sushant singh rajput to depression it had been a tough time for all of us in many many ways but losing a person like him who was very very positive to most people was a big loss Depression is real and it's high time that we speak about it and address all the issues around it. Please tell me what are your questions and challenges when it comes to depression? What would you like to know? We will cover those questions and try and answer in the next episode on Friday. Let's connect on Friday. Till then, happy writing. बेटा, did you know 79% of all scientists in NASA are Indian only? देखो, इंडिया में टैक्स सिर्फ मिडिल क्लास भरती है एवरीवन इज जस्ट एंजॉइंग फ्री यार आजकल के यंगस्टर्स आर ओनली इंटरेस्टेड इन पार्टिंग एंड एंजॉइंग उनको देश की पड़ी ही नहीं है बेटा तुम बस शादी कर लो उसके बाद तो यू कैन एंजॉय लाइफ लाइक एनीथिंग आई विल टेल यू व्हाट दिस कंट्री नीड्स दिस कंट्री नीड्स 15 इयर्स ऑफ डिक्टेटरशिप दैट इज द ओनली द ओनली वे टू बिकम अ सुपर पावर सी द चाइनीज हाउ मच देव प्रोग्रेस सुनो तुमने ये व्हाट्सएप फॉरवर्ड देखा So what's common between all of these statements? They're all absolutely rubbish. Fake WhatsApp forwards that spread like wildfire and statements that defy any logic. They are here to debunk them all. Where are family WhatsApp groups? Worst nightmare. Where what happens when you read a book? Basically, we're just a bunch of guys who want to cut through the bullshit of everyone saying this, how it won't be true. So that the next time someone confidently squeezes out some WhatsApp or Twitter BS, you can look them dead in the eye and go, "Uncle." Please sit. So join me, Joel, and me, Tushar, every Mondays for a fresh new episode of Uncle. Please sit. Namaskar, dear bandhu. My name is Ashish Vidyarthi. These are truly challenging times, and in these times, we need hope. Do take time to listen to my podcast. Begin the journey. Available on IVM Podcasts website app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember 
there is hope because there's one life and we are alive.